0: My people, my people, my people, my people, my people, my people, my people. Oh my gosh. Um, we're back for another edition, another episode of Don't Forget to Flush Podcast. That podcast, your podcast, that is all about the African Renaissance, is all about culture commentary, and of course, fan favorite toilet seat conversations. And so today I'm very excited because I'm coming at you all one more time from the fantastic city of Houston, Houston in the building, that's where I'm at, um, and of course, with none other than the myth, the legend, the guy who everybody sees, but at the same time, they're like, what is going, where did this guy, What what is happening right now? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to be here with none other than Prof. B., <laughs> Welcome to the show, V. Thank you
1: very much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. No, this is good. This good. This good to have you. And you're like you're like the representation of Houston. You know, it's like, you know what? I feel like let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I'm out here trying to talk to you in Houston, and thank you so much for being gracious and opening your doors. I'm right here in your house. A big shout out to the madam and the kids for letting me come disturb you. (laughs) Um, But very excitingly, there's no better place to start this interview than to talk about the fact that it is Prof. B., you know, people will be like, who's Prof B? Why Prof B? Like, what is the prof? Is it professor? Is it professional? Is it <laughs> professing? Like, what? what is the Prof B? So,
1: let's start from there. Prof B, how? How did we even get here? Um, so, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, don't forget to flush. It's been... Um one of those podcasts that I've really like followed and I absolutely love thank the you. content. So um, it's a big honor, big privilege to be on here. Um, I don't take it for granted. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Prof B. So I get that question a lot. Why Prof B? Where did he come from? All yeah. that. So um, Did your parents give you the name Prof B? <laughs> like which one? Was it your mom that said B and your father said Prof? <laughs> oh man, so I hope that my wife never gets to hear <laughs> She's gonna hear, listen to this episode, so you might as well just oh now. Oh my goodness, I hope that she never gets to listen to this. But, um, <laughs> the name Prof B came from so, um, I, I I finished school early, I was pretty young when I finished, um, um, college. Okay, and so when I finished at the time, well, not actual college, I, I actually went to Yaba Tech, which was a polytechnic, okay, in Nigeria. Um, so I don't know how I'll make the yeah, reference yeah, to i, I think
0: the, the equivalent would be like a technical school right offers like like when people say they have a diploma exactly uh, yeah you know
1: like they have a two-year diploma but there's a four-year mm-hmm. version like i think that's something what like it is. that exactly. it's very british right yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty british so mm-hmm. i went to a polytechnic and when i when i got done i i Taught in a, um, a school, a high school mm. in Nigeria called St. Fimbers College in Lagos. Okay, so I taught there for about two years, and yeah. while I was teaching, I was pretty young. And so, I mean, I'll tell everybody, my name is Caleb, 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 Mister ah, Caleb,
0: Caleb. That, that's 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 the name that we're looking for.
1: <laughs> now we can find you on social security. This <laughs> is <laughs> so Caleb, but now the thing is. Um, The students, because they could tell that there was many of them were like my age mates, you know, and they they knew I wasn't that much older than them. So a lot of them would call me Caleb, they would just say Caleb. And in Nigeria at the time, Calling a teacher by his name just like that is kind of like very disrespectful. Ah, but I, I didn't mind. But the the the, the uh,
0: institution had chat. I exactly. mean, culturally, you can't just call somebody who's your teacher. You know, it's not like it's not like you're in the US. You're in Nigeria, where exactly. like respect people lie down on the floor just to say good the morning. Same would be, you know? exactly. Say the <laughs> dobale, which is like, if you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about prostrating on mm-hmm. the floor and. Um, you know, just to hello. say hello. Yeah,
1: you know. So, yeah, so how would you be calling the teacher by your first name? By his first name. So that was a challenge. So at the time, um, I, I started looking for ways to make them just, okay, call me something else apart from yeah. just my name. So I said, okay, call me professor. So that's where professor came. So ah. professor, professor, professor. But it was a boys-only school. Mm. So because it was a boys-only school, every time I was teaching them, I was teaching them chemistry, pretty difficult um, course. Wow. But I was teaching them chemistry and then I started using Using a lot of girl references mm. in teaching them. It was a boys-only school, so I want to teach about rates of chemical reaction. I talk about boys and girls coming together at the like rate relationships, of that. So yeah. I try to create all those things just to make them understand. So that is what a bad study. teacher. If that, if that, <laughs> If that is what you have to do
0: to get them to listen. First of all, I have questions about what kind of students are these? What kind of school is this? And more importantly, how bad of it are you? That, that oh, is your reference. They're using
1: birds and bees to... I promise you. So, you know, back then it was a lot of like, it was a government school then. Okay. It it has it, it, changed now, but it is now private. It, I think it's private owned by the missionary. But oh, yeah, back yeah. in the day, it used to be a government school. And, and this so- is a
0: school in Lagos, Nigeria. Correct.
1: So it was a very rough school. And so a lot of them were way older. Like these are guys that should have been done with high school like Mm, six years earlier or five years earlier. So I just needed to get through to them. And so I felt like, Using those girl references were really working on them, yeah they were, they were able to picture it in their mind, so of course, it's easy <laughs> to picture all exactly. boys school
0: older than they should be exact female references they're like well we get this it. is our guy. Be
1: <laughs> so we love you we- <laughs> and so they started calling me professor of babes <laughs> this is this I think it's, uh, we just we just started the podcast and this <laughs> And this podcast has spiraled I don't know. <laughs> That's why my wife was not here. this. But um...
0: I'm sorry, man. You already put it in here, and I am not going to edit it. Did you say that the B is. <laughs> I think my producer is telling me that I should just <laughs> end the podcast at this <laughs> I we can't even you. get past your name, bro. We we haven't gotten past your name, bro. and all they're saying is, "Wait, did you say professor of babes, man?" man. Which is the female reference <laughs> to the ladies. And you were teaching what again? And I was so <laughs> Not even biology. That's the worst part.
1: You were teaching chemistry, and you got the name of professor of babes. babes and that's... we have questions. <laughs> so of course, I couldn't let any student call me professor of babes out there. The institution will go mad. <laughs> institution will go mad, or you lose your job. <laughs> You're putting it
0: mildly by saying that it's the institution that will go back. That is very mild. The impact is that you're losing your job.
1: job. Easy. So I told them, all right, guys, just call me Prof. B. And so Prof. B just became a thing, and then Prof. B just stuck. It's and stuck. so when anybody asked me officially what Prof. B is, I tell them, my name is Caleb. Everybody uses their first initial. I use my last. Wow. <laughs> See logic. <laughs> Thank you for the wine that you gave me, but now I understand why you fed
0: me wine because because I'm like the plan for this podcast episode was supposed for us to talk about you, but now I'm like, I have questions. <laughs> are you in therapy? Are you seeing a doctor? Like, what is going on? Okay. So oh, you are yeah. using the last letter of Caleb as right. your definition for prof B. Correct. Considering how you got to prof prof of babes, I think you, you did it it's a wise choice. Hey, hey, hey. Great
1: job. Mm-hmm. Great job. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so please, uh, don't forget to flush. Ah, we we are flushing scope. this one out. Of- <laughs> yes, consider this flush, <laughs> producer. I am sorry, I was. <laughs> this
0: is why people should should ask questions before they show up to do an interview. Oh
1: my goodness. we
0: haven't even gone five minutes, and we're already like wondering to ourselves what just happened. Okay, sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so get getting back oh, on track. Man. Prof B, wow, but thank you for being um honest about, you know, how you arrived here. And there was not even anything preparing me for the fact that you actually taught in a school and, you know, chemistry of all courses. Was that what you studied? I I can't help myself, but I have to
1: ask, was that like your background? Was it in sciences? Right. So at the time when I was teaching, um, I studied science laboratory technology Mm. in the um, OND, which is the Ordinary National Diploma. Yeah, within the Polytechnic System, right. yeah, which so, is like the two-year which was the thing. Which is the two-year thing. So I studied Science Lab Tech, but... I, after did the one-year IT mm-hmm. internship, then I did another two years for microbiology. So, yes, I did a lot of chemistry. And uh, so, I, I've always loved chemistry, biology, yeah. and all the science subjects. So, yeah, I was pretty grounded. Yeah, and, and besides, we were teaching, like, you know, like high school. Kind right. Of, yeah. People getting ready to get into college. Into, into
0: college. Right. It was like, that is amazing. So, So, with that in mind, then, how did we or how did you because I was going to ask about your family now but for you then how did MC in then because I mean this is a push from teaching and sciences and and now MCing being a comedian how did tell us how that transition or that journey was like
1: true story um so I I I don't like using was, but I think I'm a very brilliant person. Um, in my you are.
0: yes, and trust me, at this point we are sure about your brilliance. We we are convinced. Not only did you help boys understand chemistry by talking about babes, they called me Professor of Babes, and then yeah we even found a way of explaining it to and privacy it's we we <laughs> are convinced
1: you don't have to tell us you are smart, you are <laughs> yeah so um but um, I always loved arts, loved arts because of my dad he um he lectured in University of lagos as um in in English and literature, so I've always loved arts, but you know. It's a common saying. Back in the day, I mean, your age, my age, um, it was either you were a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant... Um, most likely disgrace to your family. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody says this. You know, I was here in Houston the other time and I was talking with uh, the other comedian,
0: uh, Kenice, and he said the same thing. He called it failure, and I'm like, I don't know how you guys are seeing this, but shout out to the fact that I'm in Houston and I've been giving wine again, <laughs> and
1: I'm listening to some weird story. But please go ahead. No, so um, so I always told my dad I loved what he did. He told yeah. me, no, you have to be a doctor. Mm. You have to be a doctor they with this mind. Recognize, you yeah. have to be a doctor, so um, and again, I had the brain to do it. So I went ahead and you know studied, studied dentistry. Science, Eventually, study I finished as a dentist, you know. But um, arts have has always been a part of me. In high school, I was the only science student in my entire set. That. That did literature. Mm, it's so like a subject that, that most mostly kids will, are arts. Yeah, when the arts field. Right. Arts so I field, studied. Yeah. I did literature, and I passed it. It was you know. So I've always loved art. So um, once I got done with, actually, when I now got into college, mm. where I, I didn't know I was going to do anything MCing comedy, nothing like that. But when I got into college, my parents hit like a rocky patch in their life. It was really, really difficult for Mm -hmm. them. So, I always tell people, and they think it's a joke, but it's not. Hunger drove me to MC and and comedy. I'm not going to laugh because I'm just like... I'm 100% serious. I was in college. It was hard. Mm -hmm. I told my mom when I was going into college for the first time, you can imagine I was going to a new city. I'd never been there before. and I was leaving Lagos. I got only transportation to take me to Ife Mm -hmm. from Lagos and um, which is the ocean state, and then I told my mom to give me food stuff. Just yeah, you yeah, know, like so I just took all that with like me. Grocery stuff, and all right? So once I got to college, I was broke my first day in wow. college. Wow, I was broke. Wow, I had food. So you, you just came with grocery, and you were like, "I'm here to go to school. <laughs> I don't have money to pay for anything else, Not but then. I can cook." Yeah. So I got into my hostel, made friends very quickly, shared all my food, made it very open. Wow. Again, being smart, I just told myself, like, if you eat this food alone, eventually you will die alone. So I opened up the food, made everybody in the room. Well, so, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, Yes, so I opened it up. We all ate my food. And then and so eventually when the food finished, Everybody was <laughs> like, you know, come through, come through, come through. Yeah, you this guy was, up. Yeah, you're, so you're. yeah, and that's just how that was. But um, so when I, I, I went for um, orientation event, just freshers orientation, I was yeah. a freshers, went to my department orientation event and MC was there. He was cracking jokes and, and they said, oh, if anybody here has any talent, come out. And I was telling this this beautiful lady beside me at the time. I was like, you know, I can make people laugh. She was like, Yeah, that's what everybody says. I said, wow. nah, I can actually do it. She said, All right, go. So
0: You got you got the energy of the professor of <laughs> Oh
1: my god. But the name was still working for me at Year the time, time. So, you know, I just probably, went to yeah. the guy. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the guy who came up before me terrible. He had... He was doing comedy. He had no idea what he was saying. I don't think he understood the joke that he was trying trying to... So, it was a very easy thing. I just went there and I just trolled the guy. It was just easy. I just... I didn't do any set. I just went there and I I just... trolled the guy who came in.
0: You... you, See, as far as I'm concerned, eh, I don't know if we should release this episode of the podcast because not only do we have your wife saying she has questions, we have kids from the school you taught them having questions now you are admitting to trolling a young man who was just trying to make his way in the world oh my god uh, what an episode ladies and gentlemen only in houston <laughs> it's only in houston we Every time I come out here, I have an episode
1: to talk <laughs> Something about. Something happens. Something wow. crazy happens. So, yeah. so that happened and that just started your journey yeah. into into The, the MC guy, the MC guy mm. he was like, I absolutely loved your work. I have another thing coming tomorrow. Could you? Can you come through? I went, did the same thing. It was awesome. And then he started taking me around and then other people started booking me on their own. Oh, we have this orientations wow, party. Is, Do you want to come amazing. MC it? And so that is how I started. 2000 3000 and then I started getting money and that's just how. But yeah. true to your form, though,
0: true to your form as an academic, because that's, you know, you're somebody who's, you know, how you were able to translate, uh, you know, what you learned to other kids. There must have been some influences then, because as these bookings started coming, there must have been people who now, you maybe they influenced you prior to, or they, you know, they became the people that you are now looking at. Were there those kinds of influences then in how you've now come through full circle as it were in your career
1: so um I was one of those people at the time that was because uh, I read a lot mm. now I didn't have video or anything but I I, I, I read about Steve Harvey wow. and so Steve Harvey was a big big push for me you know this was a man who started out with stand-up comedy and mm-hmm. then just evolved into a whole all, all-round host yeah and this guy just hosting all the major i mean this is the guy that gave the award <laughs> to the wrong person hey and it was we, called we the can, next year <laughs>
0: and he was called the next year to come and rectify it I mean that is that is a learning for all of us, MC
1: folks. <laughs> Do you understand? He was, he is he is so good at his work that you know he 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 was even able to make that error and still you know got away with yeah. it. So and so he was inspiring you like when you were younger or you know as you you were so while I journey. was in college and I read about him, I was yeah. like I absolutely love this guy. Yeah, you know he he's brilliant. He has a great mind. He's yeah. not just your regular comedian that just you know curses 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 yeah. he's just it's all rounded and you know and then I was just able to and I saw the mentorship things over time when I started watching him eventually I started seeing all the things and how he's been evolving yeah. and even till date I still you know tailor my 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 life as a comedian or MC you know toward um Steve Harvey so so growing up then um you know
0: this through the lens of college were there other people that maybe because you couldn't have said it was just hunger there must have been some and i'm just the one assuming that maybe as a kid there were folks who locally or in nigeria or folks that you related with or maybe even as you started doing more of this comment did you did you have those kinds of
1: influence so um at the time you know every and this i'm very I, well, as most have known i'm very honest when it comes to just speaking um when i first started out I didn't know how to do, how to write jokes, how mm. to come up with my material. No, it was just Night of a Thousand Laughs at the time. I would see comedians Which like Basket Mouth. It was a big comedy event yeah, you know, in Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. So I would see comedians like Basket Mouth, um, MC Basket Mouth. There's a very old Alibaba. And those were the guys that I would hear their material and then I would just copyright it at the time in college. But after a while... I started like, oh, this is not difficult. All you have to you do started is just sort of
0: reading in between the lines on how their jokes are structured, structured and, how they're and telling I was like, their oh, if they're
1: that. saying their stories like this, I have all these stories around me. And yeah. so I started, but those were my initial influences. So yeah. I, 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 I did a lot of Alibaba growing up. I did a lot of um basketball growing up, you know. So those were the influences at the time. And yeah. then over time I started figuring out okay this is how you get the stories and and then I started trying them out trying them out and then I saw that yeah this is this is the way to go That is awesome that is awesome
0: So so let me shift into this cultural commentary which is the other segment that we we try to introduce on, on Don't Forget to Flush. And as somebody who, because from anyone who's listening right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's Don't Forget to Flush, yes. And you're listening to us talk with Prof. B out here in Houston. Uh, so if you're just diving into the show from this point, that's where we are. Um, but more importantly, as folks have listened already, they know your journey and your arc started off from in Nigeria, in Africa, and you moved over to the U.S. Um, so let me ask you this from a cultural perspective then. Um, I've always been curious about this point. And from your perspective as a comedian, it'd be interesting to hear, uh, everyone says Houston is Niger Central or Nigeria Central, <laughs> right? Everybody says, hey, it is this is your own. This is this is as good as saying that you know you moved from Lagos and you just came into Houston. Mm. You know, I had the other comedian some time ago who's also based in Houston saying, "Hey, you know, this is Nigeria Junior, you know, the Junior of Nigeria, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing." But from your perspective, then, was this what have you learned about Houston? Right. So I'm just sort of pivoting to this culture commentary. Like, culturally, what would you say about Houston overall? You know,
1: there are. I just read this recently. Um, I heard that there are about 5 million Nigerians wow. in Houston. So this is where everybody <laughs> is. This is where the rest of them, all the people that we've been looking for, all, all the people that we've been looking for, this is where they are. I get it. So where you get 5 million of your people in a particular place, and you think like you flew over different rivers and oceans to get here, and then only to now come here and see 5 million of your 5 people. 5 million, wow. You know that... Um, that is half of Libyas <clears throat> Or oh, okay, maybe uh, you know, nah. Lagos is. yeah,
0: official count is like a quarter. Unofficial count is like you know it's a, just like ten percent of what
1: the population. Is. God knows. But um, oh. so um, because of the 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 demographic of Nigerians in Houston, yeah, there's this tendency to forget. Mm. You know, so when I first came, I was working in a home health agency, and all the people that I was working with we're mostly Nigerians. Like, I had, like, almost... But it was just like one, maybe one Hispanic or one, you know. So, yeah, but every, predominantly Nigerians Nigerian. Working, so yeah. I would see myself speaking Yoruba language. I yeah, which pidgin. is one of the
0: languages in Nigeria.
1: And I'll speak pidgin, a, you know, which English, is a, a broken a, yeah. English. So I did that and I just forgot that I was in America for wow. a while, you know. And then um, I'll go to these events and it's all glamorous and it's all Nigerians. Mm. So you always tend to, re- but the truth is, haven't moved to this side of the town where I'm at. I'm the only black, we're the only black family. On your on your street, pretty my, much. In my street. Wow. You know, so <clears throat> then you now remember.
0: The culture shock. <laughs> you, you begin to feel the pulse of being in,
1: an, in, a, foreign in a foreign country. Yeah, in Correct. a foreign land. Yeah, in a foreign land. So now I feel it. Now I remember. Now it's not just like business as usual. There's yeah. now that sense of, oh, okay. You're the only person now. You look odd amongst all these people. My my son comes home tells me that oh, everybody in my school is peach. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's seen less less kids that look like him. Yeah, everybody um, yeah. in my school is peach. Why am I brown? And I'm like, uh, hmm, boy, first of all, you're black. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> you,
0: you go, you go blunt on the kids. That is interesting, uh, and I don't even want to begin to get <laughs> no, into no, no, how no, no. old that
1: was in my mind. No, I didn't tell. Oh, Oof. thank God,
0: <laughs> thank God, because I mean, your track record on this podcast, Prof. your track record on this podcast hasn't been great. Okay, so let's just put it out there. We we appreciate you being on the show, but I'm just saying, after what you started the show with, anything you say that is happening in your life. We're going to have to believe. Ah, uh, man. Oh, my gosh. This is this is hilarious. So let me ask you this other thing, though. So, um, you know, if you now think about it, though, how does that influence your, your career right here as not just an entrepreneur, but as somebody who does comedy and you host events? Because you did host events in Nigeria, right? right. So you're hosting events here now. What would you say has been the... Similarities, if at all, or maybe differences, or you know, between both experiences. Then,
1: so we initially, when I first got here, yeah, I was riding this high horse. Mm. I, I, I did, I did a lot of corporate events in Nigeria. I didn't. You would probably not hear Prof B in the comedy space or anything, yeah. but I did a lot of corporate events, and I made some good money. I felt like I could speak well. I had my accent wasn't very thick nigerian yeah. i felt like i was just very balanced and i was riding on this high horse like once you get here you're just gonna you know just say you music know, right but then I, I i mean i promise you it was a cultural shock for even for me personally because the first wedding that i did nigerian wedding yeah i came in with this Nigerian ness in me and i wanted to go but the style's it was nobody everybody was looking at me like i was crazy like mm. where did this animal come from <laughs> Do you understand? Familiar, yeah. because i was just not polished i wasn't i wasn't what they needed what the what they are used to here they, mm. they, they you know so i was just very very rough around the edges and everything yeah. so um over time i i have you know i have found that i have changed as an mc mm. I, i'm no longer as um Rough or so as I would say I was. Now I, I speak more, I speak calmly. I, I am able to, I just feel like I'm a better MC right now. And even in terms of comedy, um, for me personally, one of the things that I, I'm working towards right now is breaking into the American community. So mm. I am learning Their culture now, like I said, I live in this um, predominantly Caucasian community, so I'm going to their um, comedy clubs. I'm watching what other comedians are doing. What makes all these people around here laugh? What is yeah? What is really
0: funny to them? How how does that work? So that's
1: so I'm in that place where I'm just learning and learning and gathering what what works for them, and so I'm testing those. Those types of things that actually relates to me, I'm testing those out right now, and yeah, and again, it, it's working in my in the career because now I've been doing a lot more American events because they are able to relate more to me than yes. they used to back in. The that day, is yeah. that
0: is that is awesome. That is awesome. So let's get into a fun segment that we call Dinkba and Diva, mm. right? And you know, if there was a lady on the podcast. The, there's a predominant, you know, they tend to want to be divas in in the context of the example. Um, Dinkba is in Igbo, which is an Igbo language from West Africa, and which the listeners and if anybody's listening, to you that is what we do. Um, and so, Dinkba means strong man, able man, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, is Dinkba and Dinkba, as it were. Right. Uh, so, we're going to talk about that. So, how we, how we do on this segment is you have to pick an accent. So I'm gonna ask you a question, you're gonna pick any accent, you can't take the Igbo accent, and in your case, okay, maybe, not necessarily the Yoruba accent. So you have to find an accent and answer the question in that accent. Okay. And so while you're thinking about it, I just wanna let the listeners know that please do find us on social media. We're on Instagram as Don't For, the number four, get, E-G-E-T, to flush. Don't forget to flush on Instagram. Um, on Facebook, is just to add the letter P at the end, so it's Don't For, get to flush. P um, on Facebook is Don't Forget to Flush which is just straight up English reading out and you know please send us an email we receive emails and we're always excited and thankful when we hear that it's Don't Forget to Flush pod at gmail.com which is the number four and the number two so hey guys just follow us and keep in touch so Prof B with that in mind you ready for the Dinkba and Dinkba show let's go let's go on <laughs> this segment so let me get into my groove you know I tend to use the Igbo accent okay. which is where I'm from and my heritage and I try to put it in and so I super emphasize it and so here goes um (laughs) so prof b (laughs) good to see you good to see you good to see you (laughs) thank you for everything that you have told us today because now i feel like i hold the key to your blackmail (laughs) especially when people come out and they say it's defamation lawsuit (laughs) how can you say that you were teaching us about babes instead of chemistry but let's not go there Mm -hmm. so prof b really really here's my question Hmm? People say that uh, how can a comedian be a family man? In your case, you're a family man, wife, kids, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. MC, comedian. Mm-hmm. Is it really possible? Like, how are you able to even
1: do it all? <laughs> so, here's my Calabar accent. Okay. Uh, um, for those of you, um, of course, listening, um, Calabar It's another... Um, ethnic et, well it's a place in Nigeria, right? But it's they also
0: it's certain ethnic dialect thing right that and place, they have their yeah. own accents. And so. this is in the
1: south part of part Nigeria, of Nigeria. So I did Okay, okay, let me get into more. So Prof B, so tell us family man and yeah, comedy. Mm, my brother, I I wanna tell you it's not very easy it's not easy it's not very easy at all. Being a comedian and <laughs> and a family man is not easy. My wife, oh God, if I tell you some poisons about my wife, <laughs> <laughs> my wife, she likes attention very, very much, and uh, I'm even losing this accent right now. I, I, First of
0: all, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm just wondering <laughs> where you're going right now, because I'm like, your wife is the
1: real MVP. And she's been the one who's been like, she's man, in the it. house when you travel. And she's holding it down, but you see, the um, the, mm-hmm, the thing is not easy. It's not easy at all. But um, as uh, as a man who has sex, you have to find a way to, <laughs> you, know, you have to find a way to um, to balance it. You must balance it, you and ibok ba- <laughs> must, must balance it. And the only way you can balance it is you have to, you know, whenever you are home. Yeah. You have to try and, uh, you know, make sure that you are practicing. <laughs> <laughs> you have a baby present. Present is good.
0: This is really good. This is really
1: good. This is a very thick caliber
0: accent that you're on right now. This is This is very good. But for real though, you were saying something about being home, to, because this is a great advice for men who are in this same segment of people
1: who have busy lives and right. traveling lives like yourself. No, so the truth is, I, 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 it's very important to be present. Present is not just about being home. Present is being. Seen being available, so um, I travel a lot, most times from um Friday to Sundays. Most times, yeah, nobody the gig, sees me the weddings, right? And, all that. Yeah. and then during the week, too, I mean, mornings to evenings, my wife is g- gone to work, I'm also working, kids are in daycare, so you know, you have just a small window, a small window from like six to ten. 11 every day, yeah. Mondays through Thursdays to to be seen. so just make it a point of contact to actually be present. Yeah. That is not when you start receiving phone calls that is not when you start um, being on the phone talking to this person, yeah. that person that is not when you start being on your phone going through social media and just being absent from you need to be present. you need them to know that this is me, my children, every time that I'm with them, I am fully engaged. I'm yeah. into them. Fully i engaged. We're playing, having, yeah. you know. So, and my wife too, make sure that we put the kids to bed very early, say 8.30 at the latest. And so we have that from 8.30 to mm. about 11, 12, to just... To just hang. So it you're just,
0: really proving the point. It is possible. Is it possible to be a family man and an it entrepreneur is entrepreneur and doing all that and still yeah. being a part of comedy and emceeing It's yes. just about arranging your, your life pretty much? Yes, and, you have know, to. And you that. have
1: to be intentional. Mm. The thing about I love it is that you just word, have to be intentional. It, yeah. uh, you, can't, you can't say, oh, if you go through the motions, within three months, six months you just find out that you're, you're, you and your wife have not done anything useful wow. together. Through that. You know, so, um because the kids take your attention, this one is taking your attention, that is taking your attention, so yeah. you just have to be intentional. I have, on my phone, I can show you the calendar. We have calendars set for every end of the month. Wow. We have to have a date night, so we have that set on our calendar. It's something that we're just intentional, I and mean, we put it on the calendar, so three days before, it gives it me a beep. gives you a beep that tells you to start getting ready. Get ready. You know, make just sure beep. that you're, you're available because we can't say oh it's just what we do and you think no you we still need those reminders we're still intentional about it yeah that
0: is so cool i mean this response that you gave is actually bringing us well into toilet seat conversations because you know toilet seat conversation is all about deep thinking that is where we believe that most ideas are formed on the Mm -hmm. toilet seat so Mm -hmm. as we get into this very true as we begin to to round off that is where it happens you know so we have toilet is don't forget to flush so we have toilet seat conversations, deep thinking. We're gonna ask you something along those lines as we, you know, begin to round off our show. Overall, is you know a lot of Africans then are planning to move over to the United States or even Canada or the United Kingdoms, and they do what we do, right? They do MC. What would be your advice then to Africans moving over here and planning to be MCs or or to be in the place of comedy?
1: I would say one watch be, be careful mm. the first thing is what how are you doing in africa mm. i know of certain guys in africa presently that are my friends that if they decide to make that switch I would fight them. I'll tell them that why are you doing this? Because mm. you have a great thing going on in Africa yeah. at this time. Why come here and try to figure out minimum start, wage? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you understand? The first thing you're trying to navigate is minimum wage. Exactly. Yeah. So why? You yeah. know. So first thing I'll say is be careful. Pray about it. Be sure that that is this what is what the plan. This is, is what yeah. you're, you're trying to get into next. And then the next thing I would say is whenever you do come here, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very important to. To not ride that high horse coming here, yeah. Just throw everything—not just throw everything away, but just you know, keep an open mind. Come here, learn, and watch, absorb the culture, absorb the culture, absorb it, learn, learn the people, learn how it's work, how it works now. Forget about what you know. There are certain mm-hmm. games you play in Africa that just don't work well here. There are certain comments that you say in Africa. Yeah, that are not. Man, bro. I see my my not my pastor, but a pastor <laughs> that I know. We were having a retro conversation. This man used the F word on me. I was like, ooh. ooh. Ah, but he it wasn't a bad thing for him in his co because from Africa, it's something that many times people some people just say. People without... People have accepted it
0: because I was, you know, you watch the movies and there's some level of acceptance without deep thought.
1: Without deep thought. So you see, so but now here you just have to learn to just and it's not just about just the F word yeah. or anything. It's about pretty much the entire just being sensitive to the community now um the lgbt is not as it's mostly more insensitive in africa when in nigeria people play about it a lot more there because there are not that many open
0: at least out of fear and the right. restrictions of the government, shame, yeah. all
1: that. There's, there's still like very not that many open. Yeah, so folks know. can sort of like apply themselves in those jokes. But and, here, you, you know. need to be much more sensitive because, and careful. You know, yeah, and because understanding. again, exactly. Now, so those are the things. There are many things, many, many things. Women, you don't want to just in Africa. There's a sense of ownership to of women that is not. Yeah acceptable or that is not even true it's not even correct in any part of the world but here you just have to be much more sensitive to things that you say (laughs)
0: that's what you were talking about about learning the culture and learning the play prof b what an interview thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to come into your home and to talk to you and find out more about who you are Ladies and gentlemen, this is Prof B. Prof B, so tell us, how do people find you? Like, I know you're on social media. I know you're everywhere. But at the same time, I know you have some upcoming projects and some super secret things. What can you share with us?
1: All right. So, Prof B is Prof B Official on Instagram. Prof B Official. Yeah, Prof B Official on all platforms. Well, not all platforms. On Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. That probably official all three of them and um, yeah that's it I don't know TikTok
0: P-R-O-F-B
1: prof official B, prof prof B official. official yes that is
0: you don't do TikTok
1: <laughs> my brother you're still
0: thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> you're still thinking about it. you're like, hey, if I go to this circle, would they catch me? Oh, let
1: me
0: find out. Let me find out. I
1: have my six hundred. So what's coming up it? for
0: Pros B? What, what what
1: what's what's in the picture so right now? So we have something that is really um it, it, I'm, I'm very big on giving back, and the, the big mm. project that I'm working on presently is trying to work on a um on a comedy. On a social media instagram stand-up comedy competition where we have um three judge three judges and then the contestant come up for the four and then we just um it's going to be a free it's going to be free to come in it's going to be free to register but all the way from africa nigeria africa anywhere around the world even in the us whoever wins gets a chance to win like um a thousand dollars um, but with the second prize, $500, and then the third prize, I think, $300. So oh, that is that's the way we're just trying to give back to, yeah. to the company, Yeah, yeah you know. to
0: support others that are doing the craft. That is amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Prof B. He's giving out money to support new comedians and upcoming comedians to actually find their voice using social media. I mean, he's right here killing the game from entrepreneurship to being a family man and managing the kids and working Closely with his wife and family and friends. And then, on top of all of that, comedian, MC extraordinaire. 50 weddings a year, a year, man. This dude is just like killing it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this is Don't Forget to Flush. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to more wine, you know, getting more wine, <laughs> getting more wine because you decided to offer it. Yes. I need the wine because I need to be able to make sure I'm not going to remember the <laughs> definition of Prof. B. <laughs> so that people have to, you know what? Let's go get that more wine. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on the show, man. Peace out. Yes. Prof. B. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Prof. B. Official. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Peace.